here's the thing about new cherry vanilla Coke. Though cherries named first, all the flavors taste just as great. I mean, it could have just as easily been vanilla cherry Coke, or it could have been Coke cherry vanilla. And since it's two amazing flavors of Coke, it might have been Coke vanilla cherry Coke or cherry vanilla Coke Coke. Mm, unless you're in France, which would make it Le Coke de la Vanilla de la Cherry de la Creme. New Cherry Vanilla Coke, so good together. And New Cherry Vanilla Coke, zero sugar, same great taste, zero sugar. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. When you're tuned in, you're with Lady Business and Give It to the People Radio, where you're going to get enlightened, enhanced, empowered, and enriched. Make sure that you always tune in to Give It to the People Radio. So I'm going to go ahead and start on the end with Black Rain, Jermaine. All right? What's going so, on? There check, you check, go. check. Oh, yeah. Can y'all hear me? Did you say check, right. check? You're not rapping yet, Jermaine. <laughs> It's a habit. It's he a was habit. like, check, check, Mike. All right. Okay. So look, my name is Black Rain NC. Um, I'm from Greensboro. Um, been doing music for a while. Um, started my own business a couple years ago with my partner. He's coming, but he's not here now. It's JBP Entertainment. Um, married to Shamika, who started her business a lot longer than I have, and and we'll talk about that. But it's 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 been nice just watching her cultivate her business because she showed me a lot what I needed to do to get myself out there. And so I do hip hop, um, write for R&B singers, and we uh, cultivate other artists too as well. Good evening, how are y'all? All right. My name is Rashad Little, owner and founder of Candy Yams Kickback. That's, why, that's how I met most that's of these right. people up here. Um, I'm, I'm originally from High Point, North Carolina, but- uh, HP. I'm, yeah. Uh, is that what you say for High Point? I, no, I don't just know say, I, I don't know what these young people I don't do. Know. What, what do y'all say for High Point though? I just say, I'm from High Point, North High Carolina. Point. <laughs> 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 He's so proper, he's from High Point. Okay, go so, ahead, Rashad. Um, but I left High Point in 2004 to uh, go to Winston-Salem State University. So I'm a Ram. Shout out to the Rams in the house. And so we'll hear, I, you guys will hear more about my business later. But uh, yeah, that's why I'm here. So owner and operator of Candy Yams Kickback. Hello, hello. Hello. How y'all doing today? Good, good. My name is Montreal Brown. I'm a logistics manager here in Greensboro and a frequent contributor to Lady Business. Um, been down here since 2005. Mm -hmm. We've been married for, what, almost 10 years now? It'll be 10 years Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, 10 years. Um, yeah, clap. Excuse me, okay, yay, black love, okay, we together. Sorry. Um, again, my first time, so just bear with me. Um, hopefully, I'll be doing this a little more in the future. Oh my goodness! Oh, you cute. He trying to get some self stuff when. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? All right. So I go by Justin, the beloved. I'm that son that God loves. Come on, love. In case God. you didn't know, he loves you too. I. I'm originally from Staten Island. I've been living in Greensboro now for about 14 years. Um, I've been doing music actively for a good eight, I'm gonna say, at least eight years. Um, I run a studio. I had a session just before I came here, so I was running around trying to make sure I got my stuff right. Uh, I produce, I sing, uh, and now I've convinced myself I'm a rapper. 
Now oh. I'm gonna give me some some bottoms and a chain, and I'm gonna just I wanna go gonna to the studio now, with you. Can uh, I go to the studio no, with you? No, you know I'm gonna do a little something, something okay. for the people, and um, yeah. I think that's no, it. I want to be a rapper with you. And you want to be a rapper with me? You got I'm, some bars? Can, I got you. Yeah. Can we just be like... Say less. It's done. Okay. All right. Done, yeah. I just want to make sure. Okay. So, this is what we're going to do. Justin, we're going to start with you. Um, and so, this question is for everybody. Would you categorize yourself as a creative? And what does that mean to you? Absolutely. Um, I think everything I said that I do kind of embodies that in my own way. I mean, there's... Uh, an infinite amount of ways to be creative uh, from being an artist to uh, being a stay-at-home parent. Uh, you can express yourself creatively in an unlimited amount of ways, but um, obviously in the way that I do it with, with music and even how I dress or how I expect myself. Yeah, absolutely. Me, me personally? Me personally, I'm a little more of an analytical thinker. Um, deal with a lot of numbers. Growing up, math was my favorite subject, so I tend to break things down more so like that. Even at work, I deal with numbers on a regular basis. So I'm not, I haven't been able to break myself to think in a in more of a creative manner. I leave that to the lady in red over there. Um, she tries to, get me to think along, you know, different lines and such, but I definitely wouldn't call myself creative at all. Not right yet, anyway. All right, um, I'm definitely a creative. I, I probably have been this way since the moment I was born, probably, but uh, it started, uh, you know, with me drawing shoes and houses and uh, always being fascinated with colors, and so I would always think creatively about how to get my work done faster. That's where it started when I was in like elementary school to figure out how I could talk to people, network with people, uh, do different things. And so uh, Candy Yams Kickback came along because I fell in love with film. I was also a drama minor when I was in school. So I really fell in love with how film and music kind of uh, mesh together. I marched in the Red Sea of Sound as well. So, you know, it's just this creative lens, being around creatives made me more of a creative. And so I would say yes. Yes, me as well. So as far as the music, man, I've been creative like since back. I don't know if some of y'all remember, we used to have the, uh, the tape decks where you can dub on one side. And we used to create our own little radio station, play music on one side, talk to the speaker and record it and play it back for people. And um, I would definitely say I like with me doing music, I, um, I love the, the sausage making of it. A lot of people just want to hear the last result. I love the getting the music, coming up with the concept to it, writing to it. The studio time, like a lot of people don't like dealing with that because, you know, it's, it's, it's tedious at its times, but I love that part of it. So I would definitely say I'm a creative because I love that more than actually listening to the music. I love creating it more than anything. Okay, so Jermaine, and then we'll go back down the line. Is it stressful dealing with the creative? So for you, can you answer it from your wife's perspective? <laughs> Do you think she would think it's stressful dealing with you? Uh, she's right there. Well, oh, she's looking. Stop. I would say, don't look at him like that. I would say probably not because a lot of times I don't really write that much music at home. I do a lot of thinking about it at home, but when I get that, because I work too as well. So I, um, I write a lot of my music at work when I'm in my own zone. But like um, these are two of my little helpers right here too. So when I get new music, if they give me the thumbs up on the beat, that's the one I'm going to do. And she loves what I do, so, but she's the one that'll tell me real fast, like, uh, I don't know. If she says it's okay, it's a hit. 
You know, she never really tell me, oh, that's just fire. That's just fire. <laughs> she keep me grounded. If it's okay, I know I got keep one. Keep you humble. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But these right here, they help me out, man. So I, I wouldn't say I stress out too much with my creativity. But I do. I'm always in the air like, check this out. Can you hear this? Can you hear this? And, and even if she does it at a time, she don't show it. Okay. So she, she goes along with it. So I just answer so for myself. The, yeah, and see, he changed the question around. But the actual question is, is it stressful dealing with the creative? So do the people that you have relationships with or anything like that feel like you're stressful to them or, you know? Well, I think definitely because for me, if you're one of those people out there that's always thinking about something, right? You're always, your mind is always stuck on a thought. And you, or if you see something, you see some, see some way to improve it. Or you like, ooh, like I walked into this room today. I was like, ooh, all these colors. What could I do in here? Mm -hmm. Oh, look at what she got over here. Look at what she got over here. Look how my man got this New York hat on. Like I think about this all the time. So I would say um, in my events, I have an um, event coordinator, a wonderful event coordinator. Her name is Paris Williford. And Paris will come to meetings with me, and I'll give Paris a whole detailed plan but I'll change the plan like a thousand times by the time she gets to me because my mind never stopped. Once I give you an idea, I, you're coming to me five days later. I've, I've already made it over like four or five times before you got to me. And so sometimes, sometimes that's great and sometimes it's not when you're trying to like do a business and you're trying to make sure. But that's why I always like am in that creative space and try to stay in there. So, Mr. Brown, is it stressful dealing with a creative? Yes. I did not prep him. <laughs> It can be. It can be if you don't know how to deal with it. This took a lot of practice, some time, some years. But dealing with someone like her, naturally, creative people, they have a lot of different ideas about a lot of different things. Well, I go to work every day. I come home. She comes, comes through, picks me up or whatever. As soon as I hit, open the door, bam. 10 ideas, 10 different <laughs> subjects. I'm like, yo. I've been in the car for two seconds. <laughs> She's on number 10 already. I'm like, we gotta rewind. Just start off with number one. I, you gotta break it down. I said, I need to break it down for me. So as long as she can break it down, give me time to filter everything in, I'm good to go. But again, I had to learn that. So it can be stressful. It's not anymore though. Oh, yay. Right, so I, have I gotten better? You've gotten yay, better. Yay, me? Yes. I got better. Yes. That's like an award. Yay. Yes. Thank you. I feel as though it depends on the person. Um, because being a creative and your personality trait are going to, to vary. Um, my creativity and lady business's creativity are two different uh, things. And how we express those or how those show on our personality you know, are two different things. I think I'm in a handful, period. It, it doesn't matter about my creativity. I'm just a lot to deal with. Um, but at times, you know, depending on, on who you're with or who your, your creative person is, and depending on how interesting, you know, they are with their ideas and their, their concept in particular, they might be, it, it could be extremely difficult. Or you could have a mild-mannered, introverted creative that you know, makes life simple. So I, I feel like it depends. Okay, so Justin, we're gonna start with you. Um, how has your personal relationship, and that could be with somebody that you work with as far as musically, or it could be romantically, helped you to grow? How has 
Any personal relationship? Just choose one. So if it's choose because, one. like, I know what you and Ty singing together, you mm -hmm. know, so maybe the people that you interact with, you know, where's the creative side of things, or it could be a relationship, but how does that help you to grow as individually as a man? I think every relationship I have in general has helped me to grow in some capacity. I try to be a very introspective, um, self-analyzing person. So every opportunity I have to interact with people, whether good or bad, uh, I try to reflect on that and learn from, learn from those experiences, especially mistakes, especially when things go wrong, uh, whether in a friendship or in a relationship. Um, it does help me and further me to grow so I can learn either, okay, this is why I shouldn't do that, or this is why. You don't loan friends more than this amount of money or, you know, do this without paperwork or... Come on, paperwork. Um, you know, allow your, you know, such and such. It, every every, every uh, relationship has been an opportunity to learn. So definitely, yes. Okay, all right. Well, I had to learn to adapt to a lot of situations. Um, I mean, it's real, it's, it's real, it's real. I had to learn to adapt, uh, have a little more patience. I had to understand that everything is not always going to be a sprint. Sometimes it's a slow grind. Sometimes you have to build to get things to where you want them to be. Um, that's like probably the main thing I had to learn. So, um, I mean, also, I had to learn how to expand my horizons a little bit. I was once upon a time setting my ways. I didn't really want to have a whole lot of different experiences necessarily, but uh, she, you know, brought me out of that a, a whole lot. Like evident, um, I mean, number one thing you can point to is the fact that I'm up on here today. Like I wouldn't have did this probably even six months ago. So I've, I've just had to learn to, to expand myself a little bit. Um, uh, I think, I think, uh, for me, um, it's in terms of relationship, I had to think about this theme when I was, uh, doing candy yams and all of that, but I have to give my mother the number one shout out, um, because she's always supported me in the way that I needed to be supported because I was always active, always one of them boys that didn't listen. I was hard headed. I was one of them boys. Don't go outside without your shoes on. Ah, mama, I got a cut on my foot. Can you, can you help me? So, like, all throughout my life, I've always had, like, people there to help me. And so I'd like to say this. In my Candy Yams crowd, I keep coming back to that. Um, I, I would be remiss to say that 64% of my attendees are women. black women. Mm -hmm. And they support me consistently. And so those relationships, and they give me feedback as well. So when they come, they're like, well, maybe you should try this, or maybe you should you know, offer this, or maybe you should do this. Hey, have you talked to this person? Have you talked to that person? They continuously feed my creative genius. So that, that relationship with me and the black woman is just, you know, is just always constantly growing. So I might not have a personal relationship right now. I'm working on that too. But, um, but I, I enjoy that as well, that exchange. So yes. So before you go to Jermaine, can you just give them, because you keep saying candy yams, oh, yeah, but yeah. I know everybody doesn't know what it is, yeah. so tell them what candy yams just is. A bit, My bad. My Chocolate bad. Melts. It's hard, man. Yeah. Um, so 
Candid Yams Kickback is um, three words, candid, to be candid with someone. Yams is my mama's favorite food. She cooks at Thanksgiving. And kickback is just that, a kickback. You come, it's supposed to be a comfortable environment. And during that environment, or in that environment, we break down films. So I share clips of a film. Uh, one of the films that I use is Love Jones. So you'll come out, you're not watching the whole film Love Jones, but basically I have live music, I have a DJ, uh, and we talk about uh, life and living while adulting, right? And living while black <laughs> in America. And so that's what Candy Yams Kickback is all about, uh, in short, so. It's perfect. Okay, as far as relationships with different people, I feel like God put different people in your life for you to learn different lessons. So from an intimate relationship, like I've been with my wife since I was 17, so we've grew up together. And are you 22 I've, now? Huh? How old are you now? 40. Okay, I just wanted you to be clear how long that 17. It's been 22 years. It wasn't I know like you was like, like 22 years yeah, old right been, now. Come on, been, being black been, and married. It's been a long time. Come on, uh, 17 to 40. And that's an anomaly. Like most, most it, 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 a lot of times it don't, you, you can't, because some, Mark always told me it's all about, it's about what you can put up with the other person. If you can't put up with the other person, then you're not, it's not going to last. And that goes with relationships with your friends or anything. Like you just got to know who you're dealing with when you're dealing with it. So I, I, but I would say as far as business relationships, you just have to watch and learn the, because people, people will do you wrong. They won't always treat you like you would treat them. So you don't always expect other people to do what you're going to do. Because if you do good by somebody, it'll come back to you another way. So, and you just have to learn lessons from people and watch them and how they move. And they'll always teach you lessons. But you just got to be mindful of it. Because if you just keep letting a person mess over you, then you'll never learn a lesson. Come on. Okay. So whoever wants to answer this, what's the best way that someone can support you as far as your business aspirations or your creativity, whatever you feel like you need in support, is what's the best way that somebody can support you? Help me. <laughs> <laughs> you see these? You see these? Get two of these together. You help me. Um, speaking of which, shout out to this beautiful young lady that's at my table right now that's uh, helping me. Hey, Daz. Come hey, Daz on, Daz. Well. So that, that, um, that right there, that's a blessing. Just anything that, you know, area and filling in where you see I, I need help or can, you know, unfold the chair or carry something, guard a door, you know, whatever the case is, watch my back. Yes, that. Can they buy a um, T-shirt or a sweatshirt too? Oh, yeah, all of that. Okay, all right, because you have merchandise for sale? I do. Okay, there we go. I just want to check it out. Okay, go ahead. Anytime I'm coming straight from work, you got an event to go to. I'm gonna tell you what she does. She made sure she got me some food in the car. A change of clothes. When we get to where we gotta go, I got something easy I can do. Something I can ease myself into the situation. I'm never thrown into a, a hectic situation right off of the bat. That's the type of support that I need. And that's what I get. Something simple. Power to the people. So listen, y'all. Don't be asking people to do stuff and you don't have no food. That's the, <laughs> no, that's the moral of the story. Okay, you can get a lot Big of places facts. with food. I'm just Big saying. Um, I think I just went into it just a little bit, but just to mention it again, just that conversation. So if I ask you a question about something nine times out of ten, please give me the real feedback. Like, okay. how do you feel about this? Because, I, you know, again, 
with uh, all of my friends, people that I talk to about candy yams or just about film in general, it started for me asking questions, right? Um, and, it, and it also started uh, in a breakup too, because I didn't ask her enough questions. <laughs> so me not asking her enough questions, it, it you know ultimately ended to you know ended with me asking more questions because I was like, well, how did this end? Why did this go this way? And we actually caught up like a couple years later and she was like, well, if you would have done this, we would have been straight, but you just didn't, you know, do that. But again, being a creative, you know, happening. So the way to support me is to listen and give me that feedback because I'm once I ask a question, I'm just going to be quiet and listen and just take it all in. So that's how you support me. All right. As far as me, how you support me without getting too personal, this can go for anybody in here is you follow this name right here black rain nc um on all social media platforms youtube instagram spotify or you or either you could just google black rain nc and everything will pop up did you tell us to go there stream download um leave comments if you see a video and um and I take all of that to heart so that's the best way anybody can help me out with our businesses just follow me and like and comment. Um, I'm going to follow my brother up. So y'all can follow me at Candid Yams KB. That's C-A-N-D-I-D-Y-A-M-S-K-B. Candid Yams KB. Y'all can follow me at this right here, but I don't really do social media. So I'm going to be totally honest with you. I'm not even going to front. I'm going to leave that to these fellas right here. The odds that he does anything back is slim to none. Hey, but the social media is there. Um, so listen, have y'all enjoyed this panel? Yeah. Um, yes, give them a round of applause. Hopefully this gave you a little bit of insight into dealing with creatives and dealing with men in general and how you can support those creatives. I see we got a, a hand up. Do y'all have any questions? Sometimes you just kind of don't know, especially when um, both working and then you have the kids too. So it's kind of like we have to tell each other when time is enough. Like, okay, there's enough time for that. Like, I need a little bit of time. Or you just have to find it, – it's hard. It's hard when you're working and you're trying to do a business and you got kids. You just have to find your little niches in certain times where you can and not just do so much that you leave your partner out and, then you know, stray. I would say you have to start um, every day with a purpose, right? Uh, because with me, I have to start out every day. I wake up first thing in the morning and I start meditating just about the day because I have to slow my mind down. Because if I don't do that, I'll, I'll be at 5 o'clock because now, now being a little older, your days go by so much faster now. And it's like, you know, when you were 16, them joints take all day. You used to be out here just, you know. But because I know I, I'm a thinker and I'm a creative, I think all the time. I have to slow my mind down. So I start out meditating. The next thing I do is start writing down my day and figuring out, like, these are the things that need to get done today, right? And if I'm really good at it, I, I do it for two days. So I have to, like, organize. And so for me, it's, it's self-discipline for me because, again, I can just go off, just, just go off and I'll be – you know, on Friday and forget to forget Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday or whatever, because life is so fun to me. It's, it's an adventure to me, but I won't get anything done if I don't structure my life. So that's sort of how I kind of plan um, out from day to day. 
even though I'm not a creative, I have to do the same thing, basically. I find myself thinking about all kinds of stuff, and the only way to do it is to, you know, keep lists, or, or I even send myself emails to make sure that I'm able to do all the things that I need to do. So, like, apart from being a creative, that's something that I have to do on a regular basis. That's, organization is the key to a lot of aspects of life, creative or analytical. Anything else? All right, give them a round of applause. Thank you so much for listening to Give It to the People Radio. Make sure that you follow us online at ladybusiness.com, L-A-D-Y-B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. We look forward to helping you grow, sustain, and maintain your business. The coronavirus is creating chaos around the globe, which could destabilize the U.S. economy in the months to come. That is a devastating risk if you are heavy in stocks with no safeguard. Wise investors know to hedge against stock market collapse by investing in gold and precious metals. Noble Gold can help you protect your retirement with gold and silver IRAs. Whether you're a new collector of rare coins or a seasoned investor looking to diversify your portfolio, Noble Gold can help. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com to learn more. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. The coronavirus is creating chaos around the globe, which could destabilize the U.S. economy in the months to come. That is a devastating risk if you are heavy in stocks with no safeguard. Wise investors know to hedge against stock market collapse by investing in gold and precious metals. Noble Gold can help you protect your retirement with gold and silver IRAs. Whether you're a new collector of rare coins or a seasoned investor looking to diversify your portfolio, Noble Gold can help. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com to learn more. That's Noble Gold goldinvestments.com.